Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to the Determined Mom Show. I am Amanda Tento, and I have the lovely Andrea White here, and she is the CEO of Elite Business Coaching. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am super excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very excited to have you because we are going to talk about something that everybody needs to know. And we're going to talk about how to start rolling in the revenue. And if you can imagine yourself saying that like your Tina Turner rolling in the river, that would be great. And <laughs> that way it'll get stuck in your head for the rest of the day. So Andrea, tell us about you and how you got started in coaching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot believe it has almost been 17 years of being a business coach and consultant. And I initially started just as a single mom needing to bring in a little bit of extra money. And I haven't stopped since then. My sons are now 27. He just turned 27 last week. And my youngest is 18. And they both played travel basketball, required some extra funds. And so I have had the opportunity to travel really across the United States, working with federal government, nonprofits, individuals around just a variety of topics around business and public health. I'm a little bit of a public health nerd, believe it or not. Mm, that's awesome. And so almost 17 years in. That is amazing. I think it is great to see that like I'm in that I'm like five years in. So I love seeing women that are that much further ahead and knowing that, Hey, I'm still doing this and I'm not only doing it, but I'm absolutely 100% successful. I'm happy. My life is how I want it. And I can do, you know, what I want when I want. That's, I think that's our ultimate goal. And when we start our own businesses, it is. And one of the things that I always like to remind my clients is, especially now with social media, you can get caught up in to thinking your business has to be one way when it is your business. And so I have always used my business to serve me in the way that I needed to needed it to serve me and my family at that particular time. So sometimes I've been full-time in my business. Sometimes I've been part-time in my business. And now that both of my sons are older, now I'm getting ready to another pivot in my business in terms of being able to really dive in really deep. And so I just like to remind people, your business is your business and to make decisions based on allowing it to serve you in the best way possible. That's awesome. I think that's a great reminder and it's going to be great for us as we continue on our journeys and as we watch you on your journey. All right. So I know that there are some very particular things that you want to share with us today. And I know you have a few things in mind. And a lot of those are really centered around revenue. And how in the heck are we going to get it rolling? 
Yes. And my coaching and consulting practice primarily works with solopreneurs. And there are three primary things that I work on. And that's making sure that my clients have strong lead generation, that they're able to attract raving repeat customers and have consistent leaps in sales. And so when we talk about consistent leaps in sales, we focus on making sure that there are four elements around rolling in the revenue that are a consistent part of their businesses. And so shall I dive right in? Yeah, I would love it. Okay, great. As I'm working with people in starting and growing their businesses, I always take the approach. Let's take these concepts. I'm going to introduce you to these concepts. And then based on those concepts, I want you to make some decisions. And then I want you to take action. And so I want to encourage your listeners to do the same thing. So the first thing that's really important as we talk about rolling in the revenue is option number one. It's really not an option, but Number one, you want to always work on increasing the number of new customers that you have coming into your business. To stay in business, we have to always be working to get our business products and services in front of new people. And so that's our cold audience. And you can do things such as, of course, growing your email list or your text messaging list, whatever strategies you have around that. 10 mm -hmm. tips to checklist, a guide, et cetera, to get people into your sort of, I like to call it your ecosystem, get them around yeah. some shape, form, or fashion. And so as you work on increasing the number of new customers in your business, of course, by default, that means that you're going to be bringing in additional revenue into your business. And bringing in new customers into your business is something that I encourage my clients to do. We normally work in quarters. And quarter one, what's going to be your strategy to work on bringing in new customers into your business? Quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, so forth and so on. And then based on once you get these new people into your ecosystem, of course, then you want to take care of them. You want to nurture them. You want to incentivize them to actually become a paying customer. And so that may look like, of course, a coupon, a discount, a buy one, get one free, et cetera, to move people from strangers to actually paying customers. And then of course, one of the biggest ways to really shorten that purchasing cycle of going from stranger to customer is video. And so whether that is recorded video, going live, et cetera, if you can make that leap to get comfortable of using video, you can actually shorten that length of new people getting in front of you and swiping their card with you. Mm -hmm. So video really shortens that no and trust. Quick question about that. May I ask, how do you feel about TikTok and Instagram reels and things like that? So I actually just joined TikTok. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I refused to lip sync point and dance. I'm skipping I, all of those three too. So yeah, I'm not doing that. And I'm new to TikTok. I'm not new to reels so much, but I will say based on Zuckerberg meta, he is really pushing reels and you really want to be mindful of that and know that from the business standpoint, that if you're making a reel, they're going to push you hard in the algo. Figure out a way to get on that train and ride that wave while you can. Yep. I'm still like, I'm doing it and yeah. I, I haven't quite made up my mind yet. 
uh, but I love reels. Yeah. I think about them differently for some reason, reels mm-hmm. and TikTok, but I will say that Zuckerberg is putting a lot behind reels in trying to compete with TikTok. Yeah. And so the more you can ride that wave, you can probably get a good investment out of that return mm-hmm. on investment. That's awesome. Okay. I'm going to follow you by the way. Okay, great. I can't wait started following you, I think today. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. I'm going to, we will connect and yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be liking all of your videos. So thank you. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just had that quick question about video. Okay. And then, so your first priority in rolling into revenue is to work on consistently increasing the number of new customers. I recommend having a strategy for each quarter. So change that strategy each quarter. Number two is you want to mechanisms in your business to increase your average cart value. So you want to make sure that as people are purchasing from you, regardless of what type of business you have, you want to naturally think about what is a complimentary product or service to whatever somebody put in their cart from your website or however they're shopping from you? And so I like to think about if you're selling journals, here's this nice journal for $30 and they put that in their cart. And then the next thing is, why not add these beautiful set of pens for $10? And then you might go, no, I don't want those beautiful pens for for 10. They get me every time. (laughs) (laughs) They get me every time. I'm like, all right. (laughs) And then if you don't want the beautiful set of pens for 10, then maybe you add one pen for $5 or $2 or what have you. So you want to naturally always think about How can you bundle things? How can you create automations in your store or on your website where it automatically offers something that complements the initial product or service that people came to your site for? And so sometimes people have like core products or core services that they offer, or you might have a wide catalog of things. And so you want to be able to mix and match, but helping people to increase what they came to spend with you is the other way to increase your revenue. So you always want to work on increasing your average cart value. And again, as I'm working with people, we create monthly calendars and we may have week one of the month. This is we're really going to focus on feature for this week and the complementary products and services to that are these two or three things. Second week of them is just going to be our core product service, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's a nice, easy way to kind of organize yourself. And you can do that in a way where you can have yourself planned out at least for a quarter or two. Then the third way uh, to roll in the revenue is to actually increase the frequency of sales or increase the frequency of you making offers to people. And very often as business owners, we have these great ideas about our business. We have a vision about what it looks like to have a successful business. But when it comes to selling, we're like, I don't want to do that. So you have to get really comfortable with selling. Of course, I always recommend for people to think about 
When you're selling, you want to sell according to your brand, according to your values. You might have boundaries for yourself, things that other business owners may do that you don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, but you also want to be aware of what consequences that may be for you. But that's all in making a decision for your business. But we have to get and grow in our confidence to sell. Yeah. And while this is number three in terms of increasing the frequency of the offers, the time, the, the frequency of your sales, it is the one that people probably fight the most. Yeah. And what that means is we talked about number one, increasing the number of new customers. Maybe you're growing your email list, your text messaging list. And so what that can mean is maybe two times or maybe even three times, if it's a busy time of year, you're actually making offers to your list. Sometimes people make an email list and they never contact that list or they only contact that list when they do have something for sale, which I wouldn't have necessarily recommend. Yeah. Uh, you want to have a really good between fun, entertainment, information, etc., as well as sales. And using your email list, your social media posts, even paid advertisement, if you're doing partnerships and collaborations, you want to think of how many points of reference can you place in those spaces that make reference to buy this for me, or Mm -hmm. I have this for sale. And so just thinking really strategically about how often you're going to make offers to people. And the more you do it, if you have really great products and services, people will raise their hand. By far, that's the one that people are most nervous about feeling like if I'm making lots of offers, people are not going to like me or they're going to unsubscribe. And so you do have to find that sweet spot. I will admit that you do probably have to do a little bit of testing to see what boundaries your audience has. But I say at a minimum, probably twice a week, Mm -hmm. you're making offers, whether that's in your social media posts, in your stories, on your reels, if you're doing running ads, and certainly to your email list, like a lot of Money can be made in your business just from your email list, but that can only happen if you're making offers. That's something I think as we get comfortable, there's like a, I feel like there's a, a zone where we get comfortable. Like we're comfortable. We have our services. At least this is like me. We have our services. We have everything in place. We have our offers. We know exactly what we do, but we're tired of talking about it, right? How much do we have to say about it? No, sometimes there's that little bit of burnout. So what do you suggest if we have that burnout? We love what we do, love our offers. We love our products. Maybe you have done one too many interviews or I don't know what it is, but (laughs) one too many TikToks. (laughs) I don't know if this, I don't know if this quite answers your question, but Mm -hmm. one of the things that I really, that helps me is to think about once a quarter or so, just having a personal retreat. I'm thinking about maybe the quarter coming up or maybe even the quarter after that. So maybe I'm thinking two quarters ahead. Now, this is certainly something that I actually have my clients to do and they can choose to do it however they choose to do it. But I actually take a little personal retreat with my business planner. And I think about, so say, where are we now? March? So let's think about June, July, August. Okay. I'm going to think June, you know, what service do I really want to ramp up in June? And based on what that service is, 
that's really going to be my focus in terms of sales and offers for the four weeks in June. Maybe each week that looks a little bit differently, but because I've stepped away and I'm not actually in it. Yeah. Not June. <laughs> yeah. Stepped away and I'm actually in it, not in it. I can think a little more creatively. So I might say, this is my core service that I'm going to focus on in the month of June. So week one, it looks like this. These are the images. These are maybe the hooks or the captions that I'm going to use. These are the hashtags that I'm going to use. This is the primary offer. These are some of the other posts that may not have anything to do with the offer, but may lead to the offer through the call to action. Week two in June, this is going to be my core service that I'm really focusing on. So I come up with three or four different hooks, captions, different ways to talk about the offer. I might pull in testimonials from when people used it last June. But because I'm not functioning and thinking about it right at that time, it allows me to really think about the same products in a different way. Yeah. I see that. I love that. I absolutely love it. And who doesn't want a day alone? Hello. At least my kids are still young. So they're like 11, nine and four. So they're like all up in my, I had to kick them out before we started recording. Yeah. And I was really good when my sons were young. So when I say like single mom, I'm talking about single mom for real, like not Mm -hmm. a lot of family and things of that nature, but either have somebody to come stay with them. I had to get to a point where I would you know, and this was, this might be a lot, but going through therapy, <laughs> I, I'm in I, therapy. <laughs> I that it's okay to say no. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not going to damage them in mm-hmm. any kind of way. It's going to teach them about boundaries and things of that nature. Yeah. But I, once a quarter or so, I'm going to the holiday inn down the road mm-hmm. just for the day and have somebody to come over. I have a sitter to come over. Yeah. And I'm planning out the next three to six months. And really at the end of the day, it really was for them anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. Yep. And that is the trick that I use to the, to be able to think about my products and services in a new and different way. It's really being strategic about taking time to plan. Yeah. And sometimes we get so busy in our business, we're, we're like looking down in it and we're yes. not able to up and out. Yeah. And I, have to be strategic about that as well. I'm glad you shared that. That's amazing. I'm totally taking notes this whole, this whole podcast, and I'm going to have to listen to it again. So that way I can take the notes more accurately, but I love it. Oh, I was going to say, do you have any other, is that the three or the main three, or is there anything else you want to share? Okay. Awesome. Is to increase prices. And when I first start working with people, we actually have to start there usually because most people are undercharging. And a lot of that has to do with like their money mindset and their money story and not really understanding their own value and their own value of their products and services. And typically the first thing is like I have a client now makes handmade bath bombs and shower bombs, handmade. And Depending upon what you order, she can put some ingredients in to help with things like congestion, Hmm. arthritis, and things of that nature. And I'm like, you got to understand, like, that is powerful. Custom is handcrafted. There is mega value in that. 
Yeah. You want your prices to reflect that. And instead of, and this is very common. So people think, oh, if I charge too much, no one's going to buy. Well, you have to put yourself in front of the right people. And then you also have to message your product in a way where people will see and understand that value. And so typically we start off with probably increasing prices depending upon where people are. But overall, when we're talking about rolling in the revenue, you probably want to at least think about a price increase at least once a year, if not twice a year, depending upon your products and services. But the key to that is to A, is to understand how much it costs you to be in business. And then what kind of profit do you want to make for the year or however you plan yourself? But increasing prices, at least on an annual basis, is the fourth way to increase your revenue. And you can think about how to increase your prices based on what you want your brand to say. So if you want to be a value leader like a Walmart, then own it, claim it. I'm a value leader. This is my mojo. This is my lane. This is my price point, but certainly be conscious about that and don't choose to be, have value prices because you're afraid to have premium prices. So if you want your prices, if you want your brand to be a value leader, then you want your prices to reflect that. But if you want to be a premium type business, then of course you want your prices to reflect that. And so again, that goes along with thinking about what you want your brand to say to people. And so you can think about that as well when you think about raising your prices at least once a year. I love that. And I love that you have a system for it. I think the fact that you have, you've given us a system for absolutely everything that you've talked about, you know, without even working with you. So I can't even imagine how awesome it is to work with you. I'm just saying, yeah, if this is what we're getting on a podcast, what are we going to get when we work with you? That's amazing. So I really love that. And yeah, you've given us all kinds of different little systems and I'm about to go into my calendar and make some retreat time and all kinds of good stuff. Yes. So just, and I'm just going to recap them in one swoop. So number one is to increase the number of customers that you have. Number two is to increase your average cart value. Number three is to increase the frequency of making offers. And number four is to increase your prices at least once a year. Yeah. I love that. At least once a year, (laughs) add that in. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. And do you have any other little tidbit that you want to share with the audience before we wrap it up? I think, especially as solopreneurs, and I think also, especially with all of the things that are going on in the world today, I want to encourage people to, and I'm talking to myself as I'm saying, is to not give up the dream that you have for yourself, for your business, for your customers as well, was planted for a reason. Uh, And so the world deserves to be able to experience whatever it is that you have been given. And you have the responsibility to share that. And sometimes you may need to take a step back. Sometimes you might need to take a little bit of a break. Sometimes you might need to take a nap. But the point is to get back up and to realize what wasn't working 
and and then try something different. But you have what you have for a reason and you have a responsibility to share that with the world because it was given to you for a reason. And so keep showing up. I choose grace over grind. I just did a TikTok about that the other day. I do choose grace over grind. And so when I'm tired, when I'm exhausted, when I'm frustrated, I take a break and retool, rethink, re-strategize and get back up in the next day or so. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. That is very inspirational. I love it. I love it. Andrea, where can we find you online? So I am at Elite Coach Andrea across all social media platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm about to retool my LinkedIn for a different audience, but you can find me there as well. And then I sometimes post on YouTube, but mainly Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and now TikTok is where you can find me. I would love to have people to follow me. I am on my Facebook business page anywhere from two to three times a week with live business tutorials. That's awesome. I have a Facebook group, the Solopreneur Blueprint, where we do PJs, coffee, and coaching Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ooh, that sounds fun too. Yeah, that's new. And so the ladies, mostly ladies that are joining are having a really good time. We're fresh faced. I don't record it, but we can all see each other. Yeah ask questions. I don't come in with any content. I answer questions, social media reviews, website reviews, recommendations, that kind of thing. And then I do have a little kit that I wanted to invite your listeners to download and it's marketing and selling in one hour or less per day. Ooh, that's awesome. All done for you. All you have to do is fill it in based on when your business products and services, and they can get that at elitebusinesscoaching.org forward slash one hour marketing. Okay, awesome. I'm going to put that in the show notes. All right. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's been a pleasure and I am going to have to re-listen to this now and take more notes. <laughs> I have thoroughly enjoyed both of our conversations. So thank you yeah. so much having me. I appreciate and am honored to have been selected to, to be put in front of your audience. Yes, definitely. Well, I'm honored that you are here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Determined Mom Show. We appreciate you and we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This will help us reach as many other moms as we can. Don't forget to download your 10 things you should be doing to get more clients from Google search guide at rebrand.ly forward slash Google 10. 